Hello, hello, my let's keep it real people. I hope your new year is off to a fabulous start filled with lots of joy. You know, at the beginning of every year, many people like myself reevaluate their goals, their new year's resolutions. What would they like to accomplish in the year ahead in many different areas of life? And one area that I always look at are the people surrounding me. Do they inspire me? Do they uplift me? Do I feel better when I'm around them? Do they have my back? Do they love me? And depending on how close they are to you, they fit into a different circle. Well, I can tell you this. Recently, my listeners, the people that follow me on social media, support me. My clients that I've been attracting, my speaking engagement, I feel beyond blessed for who is in my circle of life. Now, yes, they're not all amazing and just like me, and that would be boring as all get out. But for the most part, I really do feel like my circle, whether it's personally, professionally, socially, I just love them. And they do inspire me, or I do inspire to be like them. I know for me in the new year, I really want to keep attracting people like that. And why are we talking about it so much at the year? Because, you know, we look ahead, see where we want to go, things we might want to shift, reset. And with my next guest, oh my gosh, he inspired me beyond, beyond what I can even express into words. This young man, when they say, they're the real deal, is the real deal. His story is inspirational. Who he is, is inspirational. I can feel it in every ounce of his being. You are so gonna want to, yes, and we appreciate it, rate it, like it, and share it. And he also has his own podcast, which he talks about. I love you guys. Thanks for your support. Thanks for listening. I really, really do. Send you lots of peace, joy, and love for 2023. Toodles. This is Let's Keep It Real with Sandy Joy Weston, your weekly dose of positivity with awesome stories and guests from all over the world. It's an opportunity to learn some great new things and expand your mind. We'll tackle topics from all areas of life, and as always with Sandy, the sky's the limit. Hello, hello, my let's keep it real people. We've been on a roll lately doing podcasts that you can actually see the person I'm interviewing if you're not driving in your car. So we got Kevin in the house. But before I bring Kevin in, let me just tell you a little bit about Kevin McShane. He is a motivational speaker and journalist. And I was on his show, by the way. He has an extensive history in advocating for inclusive employment for individuals with disabilities. He enjoys having extensive conversations about a variety of topics and considers himself a sports enthusiast. He's the host, holler, of Let's Have This Conversation podcast with the mission of having meaningful conversations intended to move the needle of progress forward. Kevin, thank you so much for coming on my show. I really appreciate it. Sandy, it's a delight to be with you this afternoon, and I'm 
excited to engage in conversation. Yeah. All right. But before we get into it, I asked all my guests, Kevin, one word to best describe your past 30 days, whatever word it is, and why you would pick that word. Any word you want. Productive. Oh, productive. Okay. Why productive? Between uh, editing and producing my own podcast and and spending time with uh, family and my volunteer commitments have always, uh, you know, sat in one of the things I tell people about myself is if I don't stay busy, I don't stay out of trouble. So over the last 30 days, we've uh, completed and edited over 15 podcasts. I had a a chance to uh, spend some time with my family over the Thanksgiving Day holiday. And I even found a little bit of time for some R&R myself. So it's been a well-rounded 30 days and it's been productive as well. Well, I like that. And I love that part of your productivity is that you spent time with family and friends. All right. So let's tell them a little bit about your Thanksgiving because you live in Canada. So you said you have two Thanksgivings? Yeah. So Thanksgiving for me happens twice a year. As you mentioned, I was originally born and raised in Windsor, Ontario, Canada, and that's where I uh, currently reside for those uh, of your listeners that do not know, the Canadian Thanksgiving is the second Monday of every October. And obviously my mother's side of the family is Canadian and my father's side is American. So I I get two cracks at Turkey Day every year and I I never complain about it. You can never have enough uh, turkey. Everything in moderation, though, right? Yeah, in moderation. Now, do on both of those dates, does the whole family get together, or are they different families? So, yeah, on the in October, my uh, mother's side of the family, we do uh, Thanksgiving in Canada, and then uh, when the American rolls around, we all hop into a back of an SUV and we go visit. Uh, my grandparents for Thanksgiving, and we have uh, Thanksgiving with my uh, dad's side of the family in, in November. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun to me. And I love Thanksgiving because here in the United States, it doesn't matter what religion you are or lack of religion, it doesn't matter anything. Everyone celebrates Thanksgiving. So I love that part of it. There's always something to be thankful for, not only yeah. on Thanksgiving, but every day. Isn't that the truth? It is the truth. Gratitude, man. Wake up with it. It changes your whole outlet. All right. So, Kevin, we talked a little bit when I was on your podcast about you being a sports enthusiast, and you mentioned that. So is there a specific sport, one, that you like participating in, and two, that you like watching? And are they the same? Uh, No. So I'll uh, give you a quick story. So I was born, sadly, as you know, with uh, cerebral palsy. So uh, one of the, the ways that I stay active is, uh, is I'm an active swimmer, and I also like lifting weights and walking. So that's sort of the uh, part of my life that helps me uh, to stay active. You know, I always live by the motto that always active. I always challenge myself to be at least uh, 10 minutes active activity for every day, whether that's lifting weights, walking, or uh, simply 
uh, doing uh, video therapy with uh, the uh, personal support workers that I have that are a part of my team. Uh, on the uh, watching uh, sports side, I'm a, a, a fan of all sports, but particularly, uh, sadly, I'm a long-suffering Detroit Lions fan. Uh, ah. Whether they'll win a Super Bowl in my lifetime, who knows, <laughs> but uh, at least they've surpassed their entire win total from a season ago with uh, four wins so far on the season. So uh, as a long-suffering Lions fan, and I always adopt the motto, there's always next year. You must like Thanksgiving because, I mean, the American Thanksgiving, because there's tons of football. Yeah, you know, the Lions have participated in uh, Thanksgiving since 1934. So uh, that's the only thing they do that uh, besides losing on a consistent <laughs> basis. So we look forward Thanksgiving every year in my house for three reasons, uh, celebrating family faith and, of course, football, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I like that you said, we're going to back up there. You said that no matter what, and I, I truly believe in this, you make sure you get 10 minutes in of exercise a day. Was every day. Minutes? Yeah, at least 10 minutes, most of the time it's longer, but sadly, one of the uh, side effects of my disability, uh, and the specific disability I have, is called uh, spastic quadriplegic cerebral palsy. Simply means that I don't have enough oxygen in my legs to walk normally. So one of the side effects of that disability is that my muscles contract faster uh, than most people, and if I don't use uh, my muscles, my muscle density, and the, the endurance of my muscles uh, is lessened. So uh, things like walking and swimming and lifting weights and and uh, working out are uh, fundamentally important to me because, you know, one of the great parts about life is living. And for me, in order to do that for a prolonged period of time, fitness is Vitally important to me, not only to manage my disability, but to also uh, include a higher quality of life. So fitness and, uh, and exercise is important to me. And again, one of the mottos that I live my life by is uh, always active. So it's important to me to be physically active because, you know, we all have one life to live. And I always tell people, uh, do all you can to maximize your uh, height of potential. And for me, maximizing potential, a big part of that is to be physically and mentally active, for sure. All right. So before you came on, I always reach out to my peeps and ask them, what do you want to ask Kevin? What are some questions you'd like to ask them? And the biggest one they wanted to know, now keep in mind, these are my people. So they all have their morning routine and what gets them in a positive headspace, they want to know what you do to keep in a positive headspace. Uh, yeah, very. Uh, I appreciate that question. Every morning, uh, you know, Sandy, I start my morning by uh, listening to High Hopes, uh, uh, the song from Panic of the Disco. So th that puts me in uh, good headspace in terms of Physically, you know, I, I make sure that I've uh, at least had 
glass of apple juice every day. Apple juice is my jam. And then I, I, I drink lots of water. So water is important to me. But in terms of morning routine, uh, you know, I get up, I check emails, I, I, uh, I do my podcasting ritual, reaching out to guests and returning emails. But from a physical perspective, it's all about getting a daily walk in. It's all about yeah. um, uh, getting my mental space uh, to be where it needs to be. So that's why I listen to High Hopes every day. So it's all, all about uh, getting myself mentally and physically ready to attack today with unbridled enthusiasm, Sandy, because, you know, we all have one life to live. And, and my mission in life is not to be uh, a victim, but to always use my circumstances to my advantage. You know, I always tell people I can either use my circumstances for them to work for me or I can work for my circumstances. And I always try to make my circumstances uh, work for me because life is all about how you look at it. You know, we all, we all experience adversity in life. And, you know, my answer to overcoming adversity and obstacles is in the response because it, you know we're all given a set of tools in life and it's how we employ them to uh, dictate our success. So I always try to make my circumstances work for me. Wow, Kevin, that's an unbelievable attitude. And you mentioned that you do speaking engagements, right? You said that you go around doing speaking engagements. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure that's part of your speech. You must inspire a lot of kids or a lot of adults. Who do you speak to? Who's your audience that you prefer? Yeah, so I typically speak to business people about uh, the importance of inclusion, diversity, and equity. Because, ah. you know, here in, in Canada, Sandy, only 59% of folks with disabilities are, are regularly employed compared to 80% of their non-disabled counterparts. So I talk uh, primarily to business people about the importance of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and, uh, and the, uh, the importance of infusing them into the workforce. And I always tell employers that, that uh, you have three benefits when you hire someone with a disability. You have increased uh, morale as uh, an organization, you have decreased turnover, and you also have the chance to win over your competition. Because, you know, folks with uh, disabilities, no matter whether they're physical, mental, or intellectual, uh, mm-hmm. they overcome obstacles every minute of every day. So it also provides you a competitive edge over your competition when you hire folks with disabilities. So I, I talk to people about uh, maximizing the potential for folks with disabilities and mm. maximizing the potential in their own lifestyle as well. Kevin, I love that. That's amazing. You know, I and I never even thought of it the way you said, like, it's actually, a, you know, they're looking at it, oh, this might be challenging, but there's so many benefits to them. You know, so yeah. many benefits. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the uh, life mottos, uh, you know, there's a sign in my office that, that says, and, and it, the way that I live my life, it's inclusion is the gateway to independence. One of the reasons I wanted to 
start the podcast that I host and it is. I, I wanted to have inclusive conversations that move the needle of progress forward because, you know, I look at the world and I said, uh, there are so many factions out there that are trying to uh, uh, greater the, the divide that always already exists. So my the goal behind the show that I host and the, the uh, speaking engagements that I, I, I give is simple. I want to take all of my energy to bring people together and mm. build bridges of unity because I truly believe that we have more in common than what sets us apart. So I agree. I agree, Kevin. And I'm so glad that you're doing the podcast. So is there any topic recently? I know you love all your guests, I'm sure. And I know you like talking about a variety of things. But is there any topic or anyone you had on recently that you thought, wow, this was incredible. I can't wait to put it out there. Is there anybody or any topic that stands out in your mind? Yeah, you know, I uh, had uh, the great pleasure of interviewing a lot of people. But one of the recent interviews I did, I interviewed a guy named Mitch Hankins. And Mitch is a, uh, a mental health advocate. And he mm. his overall message and is also into fitness and surfing and, and doing all, all of the things that you need to live a healthy lifestyle but it's overall message is that life is is uh, a precious gift of opportunity and when we look at life it's important to always uh, be a forward thinker in the in in the in the realm of of bringing uh, your whole self to either a conversation a workout or uh, just a new challenge in life. So when I think about uh, uh, through the podcast, Sandy, I, I've uh, hosted ho hosted it now for uh, two and a half years, and I've had the privilege of uh, interviewing almost 600 people in just, wow. just over two, two years. So, yeah, but if you're looking for one specifically, I would say uh, Mitch, one of my recent ones was one of my one of my favorites. You know what's really funny? You said his last name is Haggins, right? H-A-G-G-I-N-S? Haggins, sorry, yeah, Haggins. Oh, Haggins, okay. Because yeah. I was like, I just an important view to Haggins, but my, it's a different last name. That's, you know, and you're, you're right. I, I really believe that all your guests that you attract have the same kind of message. You know, they want to make the world a better place. They're trying to make a positive difference. They realize we are more alike than we are different. And all your guests, I'm sure, feel the same exact way. Yeah, you know, one of the main reasons I wanted to start the show is because I, I wanted a, a safe space to have meaningful conversations about a variety of topics that uh, are an objective place to move the needle of progress forward because i i think when we look at society today we're so quick to go into our corners and only 
uh, interact with people who we agree with. And yeah. one, one of the things that, that the show has allowed me to do is broaden my perspective on how I look, look at life and the way we attack uh, different societal problems and come up with solutions. Because, you know, I always say that there's power in the diversity of perspective. Is it there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the difference. When you truly, which I'm sure you are, and I love this, are going in and listening to somebody and truly listening to them with an open mind and not trying to correct them or tell them how wrong they are, but you're really just willing to observe and absorb what they're saying and think about it. That's when the magic happens, like you said, because you are open-minded to another point of view that's not yours. And you're truly trying to understand why they believe the way they believe. Yeah, and, and by giving them the space to do that, you can also guide a conversation to uh, get to the root of what they're trying to say. You know, a podcasting is a bit like speed dating. One of the... One of the uh, sort of the tenets that are important to me when I uh, interview people is getting to the heart of the matter and getting to what makes them tick as a person and why they're so passionate about it without sounding like a robot. Uh, You know, you can have a list of questions in a podcast and you can ask a question and then just go through the list. But you know, one of the great attributes of any podcaster is the ability to listen. And, you know, that can also serve as dividends in the rest of our lives. Can it? The ability to listen. Yeah, yeah. All right, so at the beginning, speaking of listening, you said two of your passions, one of them I know is definitely movement, and being an advocate for disabilities, right? But you also threw another one in there, journalism, which is a lot of listening. Uh, Yeah, you know, I always say, uh, people ask me why I'm so passionate about uh, journalism. And, you know, I tell them that journalism is like my lifeblood. It's like oxygen to me because it, it allows me to give people an objective and non-biased space to share uh, their stories and to really get to the heartbeat of what uh, makes them get up in the morning. You know, I always tell people that that the only level of expectations you have to meet are your own because if you don't have it, their own level of expectations, it's hard to mm. ascend to somebody else's definition of success you know for me success uh and everybody's portrait of success is different so one of the things about journalism that allows me to do that is uh to formulate conversations that allow uh the needle of progress to be moved forward so it's all about uh creating an environment for full inclusion for uh of people from all walks of life for sure. So right now, Kevin, 
besides your podcast, do you write articles or is your main journalism your let's have the conversation? Right now it's, it's um, on the podcast, but uh, I have written articles for uh, the local uh, the local news station on the importance of uh, including uh, people in the workforce when we talk about uh, municipal governments and the, mm-hmm. the role of, of politics and, and, and inclusion. Um, I used to write a, a sports blog before I started uh, the current uh, podcast that I host, but, uh, you know, I, I'm also known for running quotes of the day because, you know, I always believe as an old uh, communications major, Sandy, I went to school originally to become a sports reporter. So oh. I, I always believe that, that uh, perfecting your craft takes practice. So I'm constantly writing. Uh, I've been called the king of uh, Facebook uh, birthday messages. So anybody that knows me uh, knows that I like to write a novel. <laughs> One of the running jokes is, is when, People who know me say that I write a novel for a Facebook message when it's your birthday, but it's always, it's all in an effort to continue to challenge myself to be at least 1% better than I was the day before. So that's the idea behind my passion for writing and having conversations through the podcast as well. So question then, you said that you have a variety of people on your podcast Mm -hmm. and you want to have a platform that you can have all different types of people come together and give their viewpoints. And I'm sure you're very good at being open-minded and listening, but was there ever anyone on your podcast that you were like biting your tongue because you really had to go, okay, okay, just listen because you didn't agree with what they were saying? Or has that never happened? Um, the, the, there have been uh, people on my podcast that have challenged my perspective on how uh, to live uh, life and how to look at the world. Uh, but the good thing about a podcast um, is that you can uh, want to establish sort of the genre or the things you want to cover, uh, you can bring people in that have a different perspective. But to answer your question uh, directly, um, you know, I interviewed uh, an author who is an atheist who doesn't believe in anything to do with, mm. with the church and God and all of that stuff. You brought up some interesting points, some of which I agreed with, some of the which I was like, eh, maybe not so much, but you know that that's the beauty of conversation, and you know, especially in in American culture, like I mentioned earlier, uh, today we're so quick to go to our partisan beliefs. If you believe one thing, you're you're a good person, or if you don't believe this, I can't associate with you. So yeah. The one thing about conversations that I think is being lost today, Sam, is the ability to disagree with someone 
respectfully and still carry on uh, uh, yes. provoking a meaningful conversation. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to start the podcast, too, is because as everyone that I have on the podcast, I don't necessarily always agree with, but that doesn't that. mean that my opinion or my uh, view on a subject can't evolve. So, you know, it's important to have an open mind in life mm-hmm. and in general, and it all starts for me by having conversations. I'm so glad you said that, Kevin, because recently somebody said to me, who I, who I value their opinion, why did you even give that guest airspace? Because it was a totally different view than mine. And like you said, there were some points I agreed with, but most I didn't. And I feel those difficult conversations need to be had. And again, disagreeing in a respectful way. And that's really, really important. Yeah. And by the way, if you disagree with someone on a podcast, it's another chance for you to always challenge their line of thinking. And then, you know, I think when you disagree with someone on a podcast, it provides you a chance to really elongate the conversation and really bring a different perspective to your audience as well. So always sometimes disagreeing could also be a positive and work out in your favor as well. Ooh, that's a really good point, Kevin. Very good point. Yeah, you're right. It ends up that something came out of it that you never even imagined, or you learned something, like you said, there were some points you agreed with and some points you didn't, but if you didn't have a disagree, you would have never found those points out. Absolutely. One thing I wanted to make sure that I mentioned, Sandy, is that I have an identical twin brother, and Keith and I were both born with cerebral palsy. Um, My brother grew out of his uh, when we were four and a half months old. Um, I, uh, so my birthday's in January. Uh, We were born three months premature, uh, and uh, one of the uh, great lessons and and wisdom of of my life is uh, the ability to have uh, camaraderie with my brother. So, uh, even though that he grew out of his cerebral palsy, it still affects things like his handwriting and, and sometimes his range of motion and motor skills. But, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, one thing that my parents have always instilled in the two of us, Sandy, is uh, set your own level of expectations. And, you know, excuses in our household, uh, Sandy, are deterrence to progress. So that's why I tell people I'm not a huge fan of excuses because wow. those, are, those are just artificial ways of, of, uh, of sort of a stunting prosperity. So my parents have always taught us to uh, set our own level of prosperity and uh, uh, our own definition of it. And uh, achieving comes a different speech for all of us. So that's why I said earlier, it's important to set your own level of expectations because you have to have a, a standard of excellent, 
excellence to aspire to from an individual basis before yeah. you can uh, aspire to emulate anybody else. So I didn't I didn't know you could grow out of it. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so my brother grew out of his when we were four months old. And I will I'll tell you just a quick story, Sandy. Um, so when I was nine years old, I had my last operation uh, for my uh, disability, my uh, my last hamstring operation. And mm-hmm. uh, so uh, after the operation was completed and I had woken up, and I had to be discharged from the hospital. Uh, the doctor at the time, uh, who performed all of my procedures, his name was Dr. Tim Carey, and he took my parents uh, and I into a conference room, and, and he looked at my parents and he said, we've done all that we, we can for your son medically, and you will not be able to walk without the assistance of a walker, and he'll most likely have to use a wheelchair for the duration of his life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, you know, I had to go to school the next day, and I met with the principal because she knew that I was headed to London, and she knew that I was going to get that news. And I credit my middle school principal, her name was Dr. Carol Acruley, about uh, uh, the way I lived the rest of my life. And to this point, I still live this way today, but she looked at me after I had gone through the uh, explanation of what the doctor had said, and she had already knew this because she knew why I was going to London, but she had every uh, person assigned to my file at the time, from Mm. teachers to therapists to social workers, and she looked at me, and my parents were there too, and she looked at me and she said, the only... Uh, level of artificial expectations that you will have on your life uh, are the limitations that you place on yourself. So, you know, when I heard that, I was like, I can achieve anything that I want to achieve. It may not always be aesthetically pleasing, but as long as it's productive, it's, it's successful. So, I, I really credit uh, my nine-year-old experience with that middle school principal for really changing the trajectory of my entire life. So I, I just wanted to share that story. No, it's a great story. And it also reminds me of the fact that just that one thing that one person said to you had such a huge impact and that we should remind ourselves of that every day. You know, when we walk out the door in the morning that you never know, even just with one kind little statement or a smile, how you could change someone's life for for their day, for their entire life. Yeah, you know, it's always important to really always put your uh, best foot forward because you never know who's watching, right? Exactly. So, Kevin, you were so the brother you're talking about is that the brother before we went on air that you were telling me that got a new job? Yeah. So Keith uh, recently accepted uh, uh, 
a job as an assistant professor of uh, sports psychology at Missouri State uh, University. So my brother uh, got his initial degree as a uh, bachelor's degree in human kinetics, and then he went to Eastern. So he started at uh, the University of Windsor. That's where he got his uh, bachelor's degree in human kinetics, and then he got a master's in sports management at um, Eastern Michigan University, and he got his PhD in sports psychology at wow. Wayne State University. So my parents have uh, always uh, raised ambitious children to reach, reach for their own definition of prosperity. So I have an identical twin brother, and I have two other sisters as well. Oh, you do? Are yeah. they younger or older? So I have a, a, a younger sister who lives in Vancouver, and then I have um, an older uh, sister uh, who lives in the outskirts of Toronto. Hmm. So, Kevin, before we go, I, I do have to ask you about your parents. They sound like you refer to them, and they sound like just like wonderful, wonderful human beings. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's a running joke in my house that I was out of the womb as a mother's boy and I'll, I'll die as one. But that I love my mom so much. She's the, uh, part of the inspiration of my life. And, wow. you, know, you know, my dad has always told me never to allow my, my personal restrictions to uh, prevent me from living a full and active lifestyle, whether that be from a physical, mental, or emotional perspective. So my parents have always been uh, someone that helps me to eliminate barriers and to achieve prosperity, for sure. That's awesome. And that that's, that's so inspiring. And also a reminder, you know, to all the parents out there, how, you know, you can really, one way or another, right? One way or another, you can encourage your kids' unique gifts. And I love the fact that it's, it seems to me that they encourage each child to celebrate their unique gifts in life. Yeah, you know, that's one of the great uh, privileges of living life. And, and I always tell people, if you don't pursue what you're passionate and what what you believe your purpose is in life, then you're denying the rest of us a chance for for innovative future because we all have a, a different way of looking at life. So I always encourage people to pursue their passion and pur purpose for that very reason. Kevin, I love the fact that you said you're denying us. I love that. If you don't live your passion, you're denying us what you could offer the world. I love that. Yeah, because we all have a, a, a different way of looking at life. And, and, you know, going back to one of our earlier points about uh, contributing to the conversation of, of progress. And the only way we do that is to, is to define what our passions are in life, right? So that's, yeah kind of the realm that I'm coming from, from that, that perspective, for sure. Yeah. 
You know, I know I was, I was, I mentioned at the beginning about the fact that I've been to Ontario once, but what I did want to ask you, because you said your father is American, have you been to the United States at all? Yeah, so I, uh, my, my grandparents, my dad parent, uh, my dad's parents still live in, in Detroit. So I am uh, a, a regular over there in uh, the States. Uh, in fact, through my podcast, I, uh, have formed a partnership with a, an organization called Visit Detroit, which uh, uh, yeah. uh, which is an organization that gets paid to uh, promote Detroit and the region and to bring events to the region. And one of the, the reasons that we formed the partnership was because the 2024 NFL draft is coming to Detroit, and I'm I'm working with the organization to help promote the fact that the draft is coming to Detroit. So I'm- Wow, that's huge. Yeah, I'm in Detroit regularly. Uh, in fact, I was just in Detroit uh, in uh, late October uh, to help them uh, promote the fact that the draft is coming. And as a thank you, we all went uh, to a, a Lions game for better or for worse. <laughs> uh, we uh, They have a suite there, so we all, when uh, in this week for the day, we um, had a great chance to talk about how we're going to further the partnership. So I'm looking forward to returning to Detroit in the not too distant future uh, to, to help uh, promote some more events that are coming to the Motor City. I'm looking forward to it. Kevin, I don't think you're going to ever be bored. Well, you know, uh, Sandy, one of the one of the, uh, the tenants that I live my life by is I tell myself if I, I don't stay busy, I don't stay out of trouble. So I try to stay as active and as helpful anyway as I can, for sure. Wow, what an inspiration. All right, Kevin, well, we got to wrap up here. But before we go, is there anything we didn't get in that you want to tell everybody out there? Yeah, I guess my, my parting message, Sandy, would be that Inclusion is the gateway to independence. You know, there's a sound in my office that says that. And, you know, I, I always try to encourage people to include as many, many people in the conversation of progress as possible, uh, because I believe that if we can create, like I said, bridges of unity uh, that bring us together, we'll uh, be in a better place in terms of creating societal progress. So bringing people together is something that I want people to always remember and remember that inclusion is the gateway to independence. That's a great thing to end with, Kevin, a great thing. But we got to get one more thing in. How can they find you? How can they find your podcast? Yeah, so everything uh, your listeners need to, to know about me is at uh, kevinmichan.com. They can also... Uh, and all my uh, social media links are there. And uh, they can also find the, the uh, podcast wherever you get your podcast. They can always uh, find it on YouTube by typing in, let's have this conversation, and then my name afterwards, uh, Kevin McShann, and all of my stuff uh, comes up. So I'm pretty easy to find, and I want to thank you for allow allowing me this platform. Mm -hmm to engage in conversation. It's most appreciated. 
Kevin, it's my pleasure. I love talking with you. It's It just lifts my spirit. It brings me not just joy, but it brings me pure joy. So I appreciate you taking the time to be on my show. It means a lot. Fabulous. I had a wonderful time engaging in conversation. And I want to thank you for bringing joy and happiness to uh, your listeners and for those that listen to this podcast. And I know that uh, uh, fitness and and, uh, and maintaining a healthy lifestyle is something that we both have in common. Yeah. So I want to thank you for the good work that you do uh, to help, help people in that regard and for raising your family as well, because I think motherhood is one of the uh, hardest jobs that uh, nobody gives you credit for. So thanks for being a fantastic mom and a gracious host today. It's most appreciated. Kevin, my let's keep it real people. Come on. Kevin definitely kept it real. We would both appreciate this if you would share it, like it, and rate it. And you know what I'm going to say. Until next time, toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. And remember, keep spreading the positive.